the Sober Experiment podcast by Be Sober. I'm Alex, one half of Be Sober. And I'm Lisa, the other half. If you're new to our podcast, Lisa and I have been best friends since high school. And after many years of getting drunk together pretty much every weekend, we've decided to experiment with being sober together. We really haven't got time to tell you all about that now, but if you go right back to the beginning of our podcast series, you'll find out all about it there. This season, we're super excited to be working with Wise Bartender and can't wait to sample and, of course, tell you about their 450 plus alcohol free drinks. So, whether you're after some alcohol free beers, ciders, wines, cocktails, or spirits, then check them out. We absolutely love that they're a growing family business. They've got a fantastic ethos around making sure quality alcohol-free drinks are accessible for absolutely everyone. Well as having alcohol-free equivalents, they also have an amazing range of kombuchas and sodas, along with a number of curated packs. Shop the range at wisebartender.co.uk and get 5% off with our code BESOBER5. Hello, Lisa, and good morning. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good week, good year, good month, because we are, again, we don't know where we're up to, do we? This is what happens now on our podcast recording days. We end up recording quite a few of them. So by the last one, which we're not even there yet, we're not even halfway through, we become a little bit listless and don't know what day it is. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a podcast bubble. That's how I feel. I kind of like it, though. It's nice. I think it's quite nice because you can focus on just this instead of everything else that comes through in life, can't you? Yeah, it's kind of a break, but not a break because this is something that we do really love to do. It was the thing we first did, that's why. So, like, before, well, alongside the Sober Experiment, it was you that said, oh, you need to listen to podcasts, listen to sober podcasts. And I listened to one. I was like, oh, I've never, I've never even listened to one single podcast before that. I, I think it was, was it what Fern Cotton's one? Is it, what's it called? Oh, The Happy Place. The I Happy Place. That podcast. Yeah, it's one of my favourite ones. So I listened to that and then I was like, yeah, we can do that. Let's do a podcast. And oh, we just did. I'm so glad we did because honestly, I remember trying to get my mum to do a podcast with me, which is so funny. Can you, can you imagine? Oh my god! Right, I'm not. I'm not criticising Lisa's mum. I love Lisa's mum, but honestly, Lisa and her mum on a podcast, it, it, it would just be too much. <laughs> It'd be banned. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to get my mum on this podcast. I'd love your mum on this podcast. I would really love that. I think I might speak to her about it. We get her on. I'll just invite her on a Zoom, right? And we'll sneakily record it and then say we're putting that out as a just don't tell her. We'll just release it and she won't even know she's been on. Does she listen to it? Yeah. Oh, I've just just said it with too much. (laughs) Sorry, second (laughs) mum. No, she does. She said she's not caught up with last series yet. And inside I'm thinking, yeah, don't, don't just leave it. Let, let me have my thing. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I, I don't want my mum to, I don't think my mum does listen to the podcast. I don't think she, she does. listened to one once and we'd like spoke about sex and stuff in it. What, your mum? Yeah, and she listened to the podcast. Like, oh no, that's all. That's like she's overheard you doing it. <laughs> Oh, I've got 
right, can we change the subject and talk about our guests? We've gone yeah. off. Look, what's wrong with us? <laughs> let, let's talk about our lovely guests, um, the Welch twins. So today we're getting to talk to twin sisters, Caitlin and Kristen. They talk about the journey of becoming sober. They love to tell tales of the lives, how they spend pretty much every single day still together. It sounds like us, Alex. No, we um, just do it virtually, though, don't we? But they won't have to because they're twins. They've spent days in the womb together and everything. I know, that'd be so... I'm glad I weren't in your womb. You'd been so... You wouldn't be in my womb. I'd be in one. I mean, I'm glad we weren't in the womb together. You'd have took over. Well, you'd have been like dead passive and going and making noises and nudging me and stuff and like trying to make out that it was me. I just said that. <laughs> I did it on purpose because it irritates her because she's not passive at all. <laughs> I hate that word. Like, who invented that stupid word? Whoever invented that word is passive. It's the person who was in the womb with me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine being in a womb with you. I'm sorry. Can we just like go back from introducing them? Imagine if we were like twins. Oh, no. No. I think we, I'd have like, you're right, I'd have been too domineering and demanding. Are you a domineering and demanding sister, though? No, but I think I was. I don't. I think that's just because our lives have gone separate ways as we've got older. But if you yeah. think about how me and my sister were as kids, I think that I, I do it for you. I used to speak for her and yeah. say what she likes and stuff, and I'd do that for you. So, yeah, I reckon I'd have been that bossy twin. Yeah, do you think you've just kind of, is there a bossy um, twin? Do you think? No, I think we could ask. One of our twins of one of them being bossy and one of them's passive. That's it. <laughs> no, I think there is a dominant one, though. I'd be quite interested. I wish we had more than half an hour because I'd like to just not talk about sober stuff and just talk about twin stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what we will be talking about is how they've got sober and the struggles through lockdown, furlough, becoming a mother and planning the weddings in the 20s, which um, will be really lovely. Hi. Hi. Hello, That's a while. It did take a little bit of It was even longer at our end while we were waiting in silence so that we didn't breathe on the recording or make a noise. I will edit that bit out. <laughs> How are you both? Right, Fab, I think we're ready. <laughs> How are you both? Good, yeah, Fab. So we've just had a whole discussion, right, in the background on the, on the intro, and you'll hear it if you listen to the episode back, about... Um, if we were twins and what it'd be like, right? And I did something really on purpose to Lisa and accused her of being what would have been the passive twin, right? And she hates the word passive. So then afterwards, when we paused, she was like, that was sly, that you'd be the sly twin. <laughs> we <laughs> so always this, say that. She says it about me. She says I'm... And oh, she's the angel. Sorry, just say that again. Your sound went then. Oh, sorry. She always says it about Devil and she's the angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're Gemini's, we're Gemini's style signs. Yeah. So that's like it is the angel and the devil, isn't it? So I'm the angel and Caitlin is the devil. Mm. You kind of play up to that then. I think we used to, didn't we? But like the tables have turned. She's the devil and I am the angel now. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> is there a dominant twin? That was our. This is not part of the podcast questions, by the way. We just know that <laughs> you are. Yeah. Well, since you've become a mum, though, you're a little bit more now. But yeah, I suppose that I am. Yeah, maybe. I'll take that. I love it. So lovely. I'm dead excited to talk to you both today. Absolutely. Um, we're going to kick off, I think, straight away. So as two best friends, we found our biggest support in each other. So as sober twins, what was this like for you? And is it true that you still spend nearly every single day together? Yeah, we do, don't we? Pretty much every day. We did used to work together, but we don't work together anymore. So we spend a little bit less time together now. But yeah, pretty much every day, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's so much easier doing it together and still every single day together. So did you go sober at the same time? Was this a decision that you made to do together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd wanted to do it for a while. I'd always been saying, I think I was more sober curious for a long time, wasn't I? Mm -hmm. And then in the end, it was more Kristen that said, right, you're doing it. We're doing it together and I'm doing it with you. So you've got no excuses. Mm -hmm. So did you set out just to do it for a little bit of time or is this it? Or is that... Well, we kind of, we, we answered this on, we answered this similar question on our podcast last week because someone said, are you rolling with it or is it forever or is it just a little thing you're doing at the minute? And I, I think I'm going to say forever because, well, I've said, I've got a daughter and she's, she's just turning two in February. So I said, until she's 18, really independent, I don't want to drink and I want to be 100% hers. And you kind of said rolling with it, didn't you? Yeah, but, I said rolling with it, only because I've, I'm, I set out to say, like, I just want to do it for however long I could do it. What was it? Six months, I think we said at first, didn't we? Because mm -hmm. our friend, um, she started taking these tablets and she couldn't drink on them for six months. So we was like, right, well, we'll do it for six yeah. months. Um, and then it was, I was, um, I was getting married. I'm not anymore. But we was then saying, oh, maybe at the Hindu, I'll have my first drink. Maybe at the wedding, that'll be my first drink. But yeah, so now it's just rolling with it. I don't know. I, I hope that I will never touch a, a drop of alcohol again. But it's still hard for me to say that. I don't know why. It yeah, just is. Because yeah. I don't have those responsibilities, mm -hmm. like a, a baby and stuff like that. But I can't yeah. believe you've just thrown something in, right? Like, I was getting married, but I'm not now. <laughs> I thought that, but she maybe she has. Like... <laughs> but are you already married? Yeah. Is that what you mean? You've got married now. No. no. Oh, so it is the juice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So since becoming sober, I've had a proper like wake up really. And um my life with him, like we're we're still very amicable, like civil, but my life with 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 him was very much going out on the weekends and getting mortal. So when I decided I didn't want to do that anymore and he still of other things as well which I won't go into but we I just thought I don't want that anymore that I don't want that life and he still did so with 10 years let's call it quits that's really interesting mm -hmm. oh, it's a mature decision because I'd have gone through with it and then been like oh shit I need to get a divorce now I did I said exactly that I said if I was still drinking 100% I was probably when it when it was when I realized then that no this isn't getting better so if I I, I say that all like you were gonna marry him 
Oh, you know what I'm finding really hard about this, right? Is I carried on drinking and married him. And I did. <laughs> I can't get flipping divorced because he's de- decided to move country and not sign the papers. I'm fuming. Oh, no. But it did actually change my relationship completely because when I met him, I was at quite a low point and we drank a lot. Our, our whole relationship was based around drinking so when I stopped I, I without sounding really awful but I kind of realized that I didn't really like him anymore or that yeah. lifestyle you outgrew it all didn't you Lisa you just outgrew the law yeah, yeah. and I get that as well what you were saying um that is it Caitlin that was going to get married yeah, yeah. so yeah. Caitlin it's just that like my husband, when I stopped drinking, he stopped with me. And genuinely, if he hadn't, I don't think I'd have been able to carry on with him either. Because and he didn't drink a lot, but your life just—you you just want different things. You want to get up yeah. on a Sunday morning and actually live, not be moping around, mm-hmm. nursing a hangover. So, yeah, yeah, good for you making that decision. Because honestly, twice yeah. I went through with it, and then, uh, yeah. I get worried, you know, when we have some members sometimes because, you know, like I'm just over three years sober now and I realise how different I am to the person that I was in that real short amount of time. And when we get some members come through and you can kind of see how it's going to go and you'll see people and you'll be like, Mm, she's not going to like her husband anymore after this. Or, oh, no, <laughs> but you can kind of get a really good, yeah. a good insight into it. It's really interesting. But yeah, what a really mature decision. Decision. Yeah. No, I've I've never been happier. I mean, it's a shame because we did have good times, but we our our lives have literally just gone like that since I've decided mm. to not drink and. For the better, hundred percent. And if, if that's what he wants to do, and if that's making him happy, fair enough. But that's not what makes me happy anymore. So, yeah. isn't it crazy how much alcohol actually really, really does change our lives? Yeah, it's like that film. I don't know. Sliding doors. Have you ever seen it? No. Before they were even born, yeah. Before they were even born, we're just old. And I was thinking, oh no! As I'm saying this, I'm thinking they're too young. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> you know, you did a minute ago. Right? She just showed me her two kids. Now, bear in mind, me and Lisa have known each other for thirty years, right? And I know her kids. I see her kids every single day. And her, her eldest is twenty three years old. And she just showed me her two kids and went, "Can you believe that they're here, like proper adults?" <laughs> and honestly, we just had this little moment of realization of how old we are. No. <laughs> No, only as old as you feel. So you two were quite young to make the decision then to stop. Yeah, 26. Oh, yeah. We're 26. Yeah, we're 26. Yeah, 26. <laughs> yeah. How long sober are you now? We're all, well, it's, uh, we're just celebrating 100 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's that like? Three months, four months, three months. So just over three months. months. I can't do that. But yeah, 107 days, I think it is now. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing, well done. And so you definitely go into the six-month mark. Mm. Yeah, 100%, Probably yeah. Probably for Kristen forever. And Caitlin, you're just going to then go one day at a time and see how you feel. Yeah, 100%. Like, I can say now, like, I don't want to drink. I can't think of any occasion now where I think, well, the, what I think about is, like, hangover. Like, why would I want a hangover ever again in my life? I don't know. But, yeah. I, I can't be like, yeah, forever, because I just, I don't know. But hopefully it is forever, hopefully. 
So, oh, sorry, just quickly then. Is there anything that either of you, I think we'll start with you, Kristen. Is there anything that you found really difficult in this time? Um, at the start of obviously supporting Caitlin through a breakup and I didn't know how it was going to go, I thought, oh no, that's probably, this is going to be difficult. But maybe like for myself, I was saying earlier, wasn't I, that when I did get pregnant and once I had her, I was always waiting to be like, right, when am I going to feel myself again? When am I going to go out again? Or when am I going to get drink, drunk with the girls? I was always waiting for that day. And I think when I, now I've realised that I'm probably never going to be the same person as I was pre-baby. I think accepting that and just kind of confirming in my head who I am now. And that's probably been like the hardest part, hasn't mm. it? Just like, yeah, confirming that this is me now. I'm, I'm happy with that. What you said about your tribe. You? Yeah, like I'm really struggling finding my tribe. Like I keep saying to you, don't I, that am I being a bitch because I my, maybe don't feel that I'm as friendly with them anymore? Or like, who can I speak to? me now and uh, you keep going like stop being so stuck up and I'm like I'm not being stuck up I'm just I just I'm feeling like I'm not vibing with people anymore and yeah. I'm changing yeah I get That's that pun I think you do massively massively feel different than your friends when mm-hmm. when something like stop drinking because you just don't find the same things funny or you think they're a bit stupid so I get that feeling of thinking oh am I being a bitch because I felt like that at the beginning because I just didn't want that life anymore mm. and then we so openly spoke about it on the podcast I used to think I hope they're not listening to this <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do we do the say that you're like you can't say that what if they listen and I'm like I'm just being honest though I'm putting loads of stuff out that she says oh you must be like me then Christian we're always cutting stuff out that I say always no no that's not true but we did at the beginning I used to always drop us in it or drop myself in it yeah We'll get back to our chat shortly, but first let's tell you more about our friends at Wise Bartender. Wise Bartender has the biggest selection of alcohol-free drinks in the world. And this week we got to try the Twist Pina Colada, alcohol-free, obviously. Um, what did you think to this? I, go on. I was really pleasantly surprised because Pina Colada, even as an alcoholic drink, was never really my thing, but 100%. I would like to have that if I was out and about. I will definitely be ordering some in. So yeah, big thumbs up from me. I think I would love it on holiday and you don't know how much I am stopping myself from singing Pina Colada, that song. (laughs) (laughs) So you can buy this and more at widebartender.co.uk and use code BSOBER5 for a cheeky 5% discount. What about you then, Caitlin? Same question. What did you find difficult? Um, Well, I personally don't think it's actually been that hard, considering what I've been through. I actually don't think it's been that hard because I've had Kristen and because my friend doesn't drink as much, my bestest friend, she doesn't drink as much anymore. She still has the odd occasion. But um, I feel like all my friends are very much still there. I can still go and do the same things. I'm a little bit more open-minded and I will sit there and put up with the shit just because... I'm really, really sociable, whereas you are sociable, but not as much as me. Mm. I still feel like I don't want to miss out and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? But I actually don't think I found anything that hard, to be honest. I don't know whether that sounds a bit 
look at me. What about you, Lisa? Yeah, I, I found it really difficult to kind of explain my journey without sounding like it was really easy mm-hmm. because weirdly what was happening is when I was talking about my sobriety, I was I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the clarity it gave me. I, I, I was just so excited to be sober. But in the background, my life was actually really going to shit. So, so people would see me going, oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's this. And I used to get like people talk about toxic positivity. And I used to really worry and I'd be like, Alex, am I like toxic positivity? Because my life's actually to shit, but nobody would know because I'm like, sober is amazing. <laughs> you weren't yeah. though, because the fact is, that's how you found it. You were able to separate out the good from the bad and always find gratitude in it. So it wasn't yeah. like you were just papering over it. You know, she wasn't just papering over. She was dealing with the shit. She was dealing with the crap and the hard times. And she wasn't pretending they were easy. She just didn't mm. feel the need to advertise those because there was a lot of yeah. good things going Going on so it's different yeah. it was yeah I think that was it yeah, yeah. I, I think you'll find you know aren't you that obviously what you're going through people are like oh you're okay are you coping yeah. and she's coping more now than she would ever have been if she was relying on the alcohol yeah. to just get her through it I wouldn't be I would I would not be coping right now if I was still drinking because you're depressed aren't you like alcohol is depressing yeah. and I was that's why in one of the reasons why I stopped drinking is because every morning I'd wake up and I'd be so anxious mm-hmm. and I'd just feel like shit all all week until the weekend again then I'd feel great first Saturday until Friday Saturday back feeling shit again but yeah I say if I was still drinking out I would not be able to I won't be coping so mm-hmm. it's so relatable to me that Caitlin it really honestly it really is that's just like me but I'm kind of envious that you've stopped drunk, drink drinking <laughs> you haven't clearly you're drunk now <laughs> you've stopped drinking at the age that you have and Kristen you to to realise this when your baby's so young is mm. honestly it's something I know I'm telling you now you will never ever ever regret it and I look at mine now when Alex was saying you know I'm a 23 year old I've got a 15 year old an 18 year old and I wish and I try not to beat myself up about it because you know it's who made me and all that but I look at them and I think I do wish I'd have been sober through that time and I wasn't like an everyday drinker but I was binging I was relying on it to kind of switch off from parenting and there was so many times we talk about it and you've said this haven't you Alex about you know like reading stories at night and you kind of want to hurry everything up when you're you're a drinker whereas when you're sober you don't you literally get to soak in all that amazingness of being a parent and I'm kind Mm. of envious but really tough for you that you get to experience something like that Can I just make something dead clear though there's no way on earth that given the chance to live now as a new mum Lisa would take it up so don't worry (laughs) <laughs> You're well over it, aren't you, Lisa? Yeah, I'm over it. You know, seriously though, like I've got a 16-year-old, 14-year-old, and a five-year-old, and my five-year-old, you know, he's, he's he was two and a half when I stopped drinking, nearly three. He's never going to remember me drinking. He's never going to know it. And and there, I have a lot of guilt around that as well. Just like looking at what he gets from me now yeah. and what yeah. they used to get. And I was a fantastic mum. I really was a good mum. But, you know, he will sort of cry in the night and I'm not thinking, oh, I've got a bit of a thick head. I'm just getting him and cuddling him and being there. Yeah. And the others didn't really get that. They were a bit more 
I'm not going to say neglected, that'd be wrong, but you know, that feeling, that's how I feel, a bit like, oh, I just pushed them to one side a little bit and made them get on with it. So yeah. I've, got mum, I've got a bit of mum guilt over that. You know what, I'm laughing. We should have a bit of mum guilt, right? I'm laughing. It's oh, not. don't. But no, I remember, like, we'd speak at the, so because we lived quite far apart, but we were always still, like, really close, what we used to do is have, it wasn't Zoom then, that weren't about, what was it, like, MSN? MSN, Messenger yeah. or something like yeah. <laughs> And we used to go on video and we'd get drunk together, but she'd be at her house and I'd be at my house and we'd have kids and stuff. Yes, so we <laughs> The next day we'd be hungover and I remember the phone calls we used to have and we'd be like, just shut up a minute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad about it now. We'd be like that to each other with fuck's sake, fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really normal though, isn't it? Because we've got we've got a few friends that have kids and stuff. And when I first had her, it was like, oh, I can't wait to like get rid of them for a night and just go out drinking. And that's what I was. I was like, oh, when is she going to stay at my mum's for the first time? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we was in pandemic and bloody corona. So I had her. But I didn't get to go out for ages yeah. anyway. But I, I, it is that like, oh, let's let's get rid of the kids and then we can do this. Whereas, yeah, n- now I'm like, I want to spend all the time with her. I don't want her to go away because why? Like, I can enjoy I can enjoy her and I don't need to, like you said, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm drunk and I'm, hung- I'm going to be hungover when she wakes up at whatever time she wakes up and I'm just being able to embrace it. Mm. And I do think as well, I'm not sure when we started listening to your podcast, I think we, were, we weren't sober at the time, was we? I think we'd found you and then it was like you made us confirm our yeah, 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 yeah. You said that to me, one of you said that we were the inspiration for you coming yeah, on your yeah, podcast. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's a proper claim to fame for us. Like, we we've inspired someone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We, we, I was curious. So curious for ages, and I think you found the the podcast. Yeah, said we needed to listen to it, and then we said, right, yeah, we're doing it. Like we've got to do it. But but listening to you guys talk because I've, I've heard you talk about like um your kids and stuff before, and how how you feel and felt and stuff. And I I think hearing you say that really really confirms with me I am doing the right thing. I yeah. definitely am because I can hear what you feel. It's so, so good. That is really lovely because to, to know that just by listening to how we have felt and a few regrets, there are a few, there's a lot of regrets. I'm going to move on. There's a lot of regrets. Song then, Alex. What was that? What, which song gone? No, I'm not singing again. Come on, come on. No, I don't like to do this. <laughs> I've had a few. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who's that by, Lisa? Mention. Anyway, get on with it. Go on, go on. Sorry, that, that was just a little bit of a, a side joke because Lisa burst into song on one of our podcasts um, earlier on in this season. There you go. Um, <laughs> that made it sound like you did a full drama. It wasn't even that big, was it? Burst into song. That was really dramatic. <laughs> no, but it's lovely for us to sort of hear that you can take from the things that we wish we hadn't done and go, actually, that's like me. I'm not going to go down that road. That's really like, yeah. that, that means so much, like more than you know really I think that's why we set off to do the work that we did didn't hope that we'll just change a life or two lives in your three lives if you include your daughter <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah tell us a bit more about your podcast what, you know where can people find it and so on and what's it about 
um, well, we just talk a lot of shit on it, to be honest. <laughs> we started it to be just to talk about a lot of things, but it solely has just became sober, like sober updates pretty much. We did do it weekly and then life just gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but we try and do it as, me- as much as we can. So sometimes weekly, every two weeks, sometimes every month we've done it, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but it is just like sober updates. We ask questions on our Instagram page and we answer them on the podcast. Um, I like what? What, what are you drinking? Where can you go when you're being yeah. sober? Like, what are alternative things to do? And it's pretty much just saying, you can still do everything. Yeah, you can still go everywhere. Because people have messages saying, oh, I really want to do it. Um, you've, you're inspiring me, but I don't think I could do it because do you still have fun? Like, do you still go out? We're like, yeah. Yeah, but it's easy because we're together. I do get that. And like, obviously, you two are together, so you help each other. So if someone's on their own, I can see it is it's much harder, isn't it? Mm. Um, we're lucky, I suppose, aren't we? Yeah. I we always say that. that. It's so hard at the beginning. And we talk about this, don't we, Alex? Because by the time you'd got sober, I'd been sober like 12 months. But what you were saying before, Kristen, about not being able to find your tribe is what I really struggled with in the first few months. I found it really, really hard because I just didn't relate to anybody. I didn't know anybody that didn't drink. So I think having something like podcasts and people being able to tune in and listen to you guys, it is really like it's a big thing now, isn't it, podcast? You feel like you know them, you feel like you were part of it so people are becoming to you like asking these questions it's just so exciting and I'm, I can't help think that you listen to ours and was like Jesus if they can do it we can definitely do no. it <laughs> <laughs> you were just it was just it, like inspiration we were yeah. like we want to like help people and we want to help ourselves and it's checking in with ourselves and yeah. putting yeah. it out there to say Oh, we can't. We can't go back on our word. That was it as well, wasn't it? We said if we put this out every week, then we can't. We can't go and we can't stop like being sober now. Like we've got to carry on because we've got to do this well, podcast. When we arranged our call with you guys as well, we were like, well, we've got we've had call now. We will. Yeah, we've, we've had it. We've we've got to keep going till after this day because now we've got a full in. So it's just stuff like that. But we are saying that it's going to be for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. you've got to keep going now to at least February because this isn't out till January. So we can't put oh. it out and you two be like partying on and teaching people how to go partying mm-hmm. with alcohol. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to share this on your Instagram. So that's your next milestone to stay sober yeah. together till. <laughs> yeah. Right. We've been asking this question since last season now. Okay. And it's about our motto, which is be brave, be kind, be sober. And what we want to know is which of those you can answer individually. So we'll go, we'll go Kristen first again. Um, which do you most relate to right now and why? Well, I have been gearing up for this question because <laughs> I've heard people struggling with it. And I did want to say one and not all three. Um, so I've been thinking, I would say I'm relating the most to at the minute, be sober, because it is still early days. I'm still telling myself every day, you can do it, you're doing fab, telling you, we can do it. And trying to like tell other people that I can. And so, yeah, just really sticking with be freaking sober. That's really good, you know, because... Because you're in early sobriety, that's going to help the people who listen where you were three months ago. So that's a really good one. Thank you for that. And what about you, Kim? Mine would be to be brave because obviously what I've been through, you'd think, I did think, I've been with this person for nine years. There's no way I can see my life without them. 
But if you be brave and you take the step to be sober and cut out everything else along with that, then you can overcome a lot of other things which isn't going right in your life. Because I think people, they use alcohol, don't they, as like a, a security bank blanket at the end of the day. But get past that. And that's a big step, being brave. Then you can be brave with everything else that's going on in your life. Mm. And yeah, be brave. But I love it. They're really, really, honestly, we say this all the time that they're good answers, but they always are. What I love is nobody's kind of come up with the same reason that they yeah. chosen either be brave, be kind, or be sober. So that's lovely. Thank you both so much for coming on. You've been an that's absolute good. pleasure. You've just lighted up my little Zoom room. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for having us. No, we're really, really grateful and we'll share when, um, when it goes out and then you can pop it on your social media and uh, you'll have to still be sober, like we say. There you go. Yeah, we will. We will. We will. We'll stay on both this, you. guys, um, okay. and we'll after this. But thank you so much. See you later. Bye. 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 Big thanks to Wise Bartender for sponsoring this episode. If you're experimenting with different alcohol-free drinks and don't want to buy a whole case, Wise Bartender honestly has the largest selection of single bottles ever. So you can have lots of fun trying loads of different drinks or even buy one of their special gift packs. Don't forget to use your 5% discount code BSOBER5 at wisebartender.co.uk. And if you want to find out more about the work we do or you want to join our amazing community here at Be Sober, you can find out more on our website www.besoberofficial.com. Until next time, be brave, be kind and be sober. Be sober.